Hello, and welcome to the Vision Speak Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Candice. I'm so glad you decided to tune in. It's not by accident that you are here. It's a divine appointment. And I believe you are going to leave inspired, challenged, and motivated to arise and move forward into your true identity and purpose. Vision Speak Consulting exists to help you discover and cultivate your dreams, strengths, and purpose through education and action with kindness. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back, my amazing listeners, my family, family and friends, but really family, to another episode of Vision Speak Live. I'm your host, Dr. Candice. This may be your first time ever listening And if so, welcome, welcome. I am God's daughter. I am dearly loved by him. And I'm here to encourage you in your true identity as a daughter. Mostly this is for the ladies. I have a few gentlemen that listen like my dad, shout out to my dad. Um, So I'm here to encourage God's sons and daughters, whether you realize it or not, that um, you are royalty. That is your true identity and just really to encourage you in the Lord um, through testimonies, through stories of, of some from some amazing people, as well as from me and what God has downloaded in me to share with you all. I, I've said this throughout, but this is for the folks who are new to the podcast, that this is a dream come true. When I was little, a little girl, I used to record myself um, with the stereo system and uh, like basically do voiceovers before I really understood what that was or um, introduce a song and record a song off the radio when you could do that. And that's so dope. Um, And so fast forward to 2023 And it was in March when um, I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this. It had been on my mind and I made excuses inside my mind like, oh, the technology. And, you know, it wasn't the time when I initially first thought about it, but it was it was a day in March where I was sitting at my table and had actually listened to half of a webinar about starting a podcast. And I text my girl, my sister, Haley Harrison, who has the Single Auntie podcast. Make sure you all go and listen in. Follow her um, podcast and follow her on social media too. But anyway, um, and I was like, hey, what platform um, are you using for your podcast? She told me and I sat there at the table that night and put things together, jumped on my computer, designed a flyer on Canva for the uh, art cover. um, And here we are. 20-something episodes in. I can't remember which episode this is because I'm not looking at um, my, like, outline or, you know. Anyway, the little sheet that I have that has all my episode titles. <laughs> so, anywho, um, I again, I am grateful that you are here. And I'm actually recording this the day before that I'm posting it. <laughs> it's been a full week. It's been a good week. Um, and it just seems like the day before um, I post episodes, as far as me doing a single episode by myself, are the days where I'm more relaxed, catch my breath a little bit. And so I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and record this episode. Actually, before I eat dinner, I was like, let me do this, have something to say, and then I'll, you know, peace out and go have some good food that I have. And so um, 
you know, it's funny. I just said, oh, I have something to say. Initially, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Um, but this is a topic that's dear to me. And I'll call it, I think this is what the title is going to be. What are you saying? What are you saying? And when I thought about this, I initially thought about my daughter. And she knows that I usually... If she says something off or sideways or something that's negative, I just look at her and I'm like, you know, power life and death lies in the tongue. Or because I've said that so much, I'll just say, okay, whatever you say. And I do that because I want her to understand how powerful her words are, right? Um, our words have power. And in the word of God, it says that life and death lies in the power of our tongue. And so we can speak life or we can speak death. <laughs> and I don't know why I chuckled, but I think that was just my way of saying it is real that we are to be mindful, so mindful of the words that we speak. And I mentioned, like I said, I, dreaming when I, this is a dream come true. When I was little, I was recording myself. And so I think before I even realized it, communicating words were so important to me. When I took the five love languages assessment, and maybe you've heard of it. Gary Chapman is the author of the book called five love languages. And I'm trying to remember, I, I, I think I took it first at my former church, at my current church, we um, took them during a Bible study. It was really cool. And I have two books um, about the five love languages. And when you take it, my or when I took it, my number one way that I love to receive love and give it as well is through words of affirmation. And it's actually shifted because I think I, you know, I'm, I'm affirmed. I know who I am. I speak to myself well. <laughs> That's number one. But for a long time, it was words of affirmation. I, I wanted to hear those good words. I wanted to be affirmed. Um, and that's the way that I show love. I'm an encourager. One of my spiritual gifts is exhortation. And so I'm talking, speaking life. Um, I, I try to do that all the time. And I'm very, very mindful of the words that I speak and that they are life giving. I, I try to, um, you know, take my time before I speak. Still, you know, a work in progress. There's sometimes I say things and I'm like, oh, I did not mean to say that. So I quickly have to apologize because um, there's a, a, a prophetess that I follow. She probably wouldn't give herself that title, but she operates in the office of a prophet. And um, she says, your words create worlds. And so I have watched my words shift in atmosphere, particularly in my home. Um, even my tone, the way I say something and the words that I say impacts my child. And I know that because then I see her reaction, right? And so um, that's why sometimes I've, or I've had to go back and say, Kyla, I should not have said that please forgive me. I apologize and seek that forgiveness. So I want us to evaluate what are we saying? Are the words that we are speaking life giving or not? As I mentioned, there is power in what you say and your words create worlds. 
we, I think, sometimes forget how um, just amazing that we are because we are God's creation. He had us on his mind at the very beginning. We were um, made in his image and in his likeness. And so we also are creators. And so think about it. We're the only species, for lack of a better word, that can reason like we reason, right? That can communicate like how we communicate. And we're surely communicating, whether it's nonverbal or verbally, right? And so um, you are more powerful than you think. And so I just believe that, especially in a day like the time and the season that we're in now, when there are so many messages, right, being communicated on in so many different types of ways, just like now you're listening to this podcast, right? And you're hearing the words that I'm speaking um, and images are being formed in your mind as I'm speaking these words, even as I'm speaking these words. If we just stop and think for a moment, that is very powerful, right? I think about um, a negative word that was spoken to me and how it, um, oh goodness, it, it shook me, right? And then I think about those life-giving words that I received and how it blessed me. And it's words that I, I continue to carry because that is encouragement and motivation for me to keep going or to do um, what it is that I'm called to do. When someone um, admonishes me and compliments me on Kyla, right? Or I'm standing next to her and they give her a compliment. That does something to her. That does something to me. And so we're made in God's image. And so it's critical that we emulate Christ, right? We emulate God. Um, God spoke the world into existence. Existence. Go back over to Genesis. He said, let there be light. And what happened? There was light, right? He didn't think, he thought it, I'm sure. And then he said it, but he didn't just only think it, right? It was only when he opened up his mouth that things come into being, right? It's only when he said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, that man was created, that man was formed. Another example I think about is when Jesus was in the wilderness, right? So after he had been affirmed <laughs> by his heavenly father, there was a voice from heaven that said, this is my son in him. I am well pleased. Oh my goodness. That was words, right? Creating the creating world. Okay. A world for Jesus to know that before he did anything, God, his father was already pleased with him as a son, a beloved son. Woo! Isn't that amazing? And let me just pause right now and let you know that you are God's beloved. You are God's beloved. Whether you are a believer in Jesus or not yet, <laughs> you are his beloved and he is well pleased with you. And you may think, oh, but I did this, I did that. God, your father is well pleased with you, right? He's not pleased with sin, right? But he's pleased with his creation. 
his people, his sons, his daughters. So after Jesus was affirmed, then he was led by Holy Spirit into the wilderness and was tempted. And he spent 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. He was tempted by the enemy. And how did Jesus respond with the word of God? It's critical to zone in on that. He declared scripture. He quoted truth, right? He did not say, oh, devil, you're lying. Leave me alone. That's not true. He combated the enemy with the word of God, with the truth, right? The word of God changes things. The word of God is true. In Proverbs 35, and I came upon this verse during quarantine season, and I'm so glad I did because it has stuck with me and it is just beautiful. So Proverbs 30 and 5 says, every word of God is pure. Another translation says every word of God is flawless. Now, I really like that. And it just jumped out at me because immediately I thought about a song <laughs> called Flawless by Beyonce. And she's like, I'm flawless. I forgot how the song went. Actually, um, I know I could go on YouTube and look it up real quick. But it was like, there's a contrast, right? We're flawed. As human beings, my words by themselves are flawed. But every word of God is flawless. It's pure. It's not tainted, right? It means um, in the strong, I looked up the strong's definition of pure or flawless. It means tested. It's been refined, right? There, it, there are no um, imperfections in his word, right? Um, his word is pure. And so why don't we speak? the pure word of God? Why don't we declare the pure, flawless, <laughs> tested and refined word of God? That is what shifts the atmosphere in the way that it needs to be shifted. That is what is going to change your life. Amen. Amen. So something I've done recently, well, Okay, so let me tell the whole truth. So I, um, it was several, several, several years ago. Actually, I was long time ago because I was still living with my parents. So this is right after um, graduating from college. And I went through deep, deep, dark depression. And I, it had to be in that season. I thank God for him even touching my heart to do this. But I, put up scripture around my room. And now as I'm talking, things are coming back to me. The reason I did that is because at the time, um, kind of coming out of the depression and then I ended up going back into another second bout, but I was taking a master life class at my former church. And it was a discipleship class about, you know, now that you are saved, set free, you know, um, you've given your heart to Jesus and come into covenant relationship with with this particular fellowship of believers, there was a discipleship for, for I'll, I'll say module discipleship class with workbooks. And it was intense, um, honestly. And I think also because of where I was in my life too, um, it was a lot going on in my mind and, and in my world. But um, one of the things that were practical that I learned 
was the importance of meditating on God's word and putting it in front of me and memorizing scripture. And it really did take me back to Sunday school when I was younger and learning scripture. And so I had several of those scriptures written down on a um, note card across my room. And it's, they're still up to this day so that when I would wake up or if I go in my room or just be in my room, I could see the word of God real big in a, a Sharpie on a note card around my room. And um, since being in my home, I've been in my home 14 years, I have scripture and declarations in the bathroom, scripture based all around my home. Kyla has scriptures over her bed. And probably a few weeks ago, now that I'm on this journey of entrepreneurship, um, I was like, you know, I, I want to stay focused and I want to remind myself of what the word God's, of God says, particularly about faith. And so what did I do? I grabbed my scriptures on faith and grabbed some scriptures of faith that are now becoming my scriptures on faith and put them on brightly colored um, note cards so that I have the word in front of me and can just go through them almost like I'm going through a deck of cards and just declaring this word out loud. So I'm going to do that. Um, and I believe it's going to be a blessing to you as I declare the word of God. Remember his word is flawless. The word of the Lord will not return back void. It will accomplish what is set out to do. Um, the word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my pathway. When I don't know which way to turn, I do know where to turn, right? And I talked about that. I think my um, last episode, not the last episode, episode before last, that I know to turn to Jesus and his word and his word is guiding me, right? His word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my pathway. So Hebrews eleven six, and without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. And so what I like to do is turn, engage with the word, right? So I turn this into a prayer, into a declaration and that, um, God, thank you that there is faith living within me. I thank you, God, that you're pleased with me because I'm walking by faith. I thank you, God, that I, I came to you in faith and I know that you are real and I thank you for rewarding me um rewarding the faith of of me god because i'm passionately seeking you right so see how we flip that and we we and i turn it into a prayer of gratitude okay so psalm 37 25 i have been young and now i am old i'm changing the i'm seasoned i'm more seasoned than i was because i'm not you know what i'm trying to say yet i have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread and i'll put kyle in parentheses and i'll put myself in parentheses because i am god's descendant i have been young younger than i am now and now i'm older than i was then <laughs> yet i have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread so thank you god that i'm a part of your righteous and you don't forsake me and i thank you that your descendants myself kyla children's 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 children will never be begging for bread Oh, this one has been stirring up in me for the past few months. But my God, and this is Philippians 4, 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God, thank you that you supply all of my need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Proverbs 19, 21. And then I wrote uh, uh, down below, let your purpose prevail. You all know I'm an exhorter. So Father, let your purpose prevail in the name of Jesus. John 11, 40 says, if you believe, you will see the glory of God, his manifested presence. Glory means his manifested presence. God, I will see your glory. And this was Jesus's line to Martha before Lazarus got up out of that grave. Excuse me. Jesus told Martha, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Thank you, God. I believe and I see your glory and will continue to see it in the name of Jesus. Come on now. Jeremiah 29, 11. You all have heard this one before. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. See, the Lord makes his own declarations, right? Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. If I don't see anything that looks like this, it's not of the Lord. Because his plans are plans to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me a hope and a future. Thank you, God, that I have a hope and I have a future. Hebrews 11.1. Now, faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Thank you, God, that my now faith is bringing my hope into reality and is becoming the foundation needed to acquire the things that I long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Thank you for my now faith. And then Romans 10 and 7. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So I thank God right now that your faith is being activated. Hallelujah. That you are walking by faith and not by sight because you are hearing and not just hearing anything, but you are hearing and have heard through the word of Christ. You have heard the word of Christ. Hallelujah. So what you going to do? <laughs> and what are you saying? Your words have power. And so if you're like, I don't know what to say to change my situation or to change myself, open up that Bible. And I think Psalms is a good place to start because Psalms will get you stirred up and activated. And with so many resources in the palm of our hand, you could go on Google and type in declarations for healing, declarations for family, declarations for deliverance, declarations for provision, declarations for career, declarations for parenting, declarations for marriage, right? So get that word in front of you and watch your world shift for the better. I love you. And let me know what you think about this episode. If you're on Spotify, you can answer the question about a takeaway. And if you're on Apple, you know what to do. Scroll down on your phone and you'll see the link in purple that says write a review. Also hit those stars, right? And I'm telling you why that's so important because the algorithm, you all, 
So Apple and Spotify, they see you all are engaging with this podcast and you're loving it and you're making comments and you're, um, you know, following the show. Make sure you hit that plus symbol to follow the show that they are going to push it out to more people. Of course, you can do that. You could text this episode to a friend. You could post it on your social media. That would be awesome. Um, But then also you can write a review, hit those stars, click the plus symbol on Apple that says follow. I'm not sure how you follow on Spotify, but let's get these numbers up. I'm grateful um, that you all are enjoying the podcast and rocking with me. This is so fun. I love you so much. Be blessed. If there's anything that I can do in terms of prayer, coaching, go to the show notes and you'll see the information about coaching, about my book, Queen Arise, um, about the uh, bi-monthly prayer call every first and third Thursday of the month for the ladies at 6.30 a.m. You'll see all that information in the show notes. Love you. And until next time, peace. Hey, my listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Vision Speak Live. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, I would love for you to rate this podcast and write a review. That only helps us get this out to more people. Also, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss new episodes. Again, thank you so much for tuning in.